0: Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Finnish Strong Friday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app and glorious DFS app for that Sunday slate. I am Ross Tucker. I love Finnish Strong Fridays. I walked over right before we started recording this at 7 a.m. Eastern, said to my daughters, hey, have a great day. And the older one said... It's a Finish Strong Friday. You bet it is, baby. You bet it is. What does that mean? We finish the work week, at least your work week strong. My work week's just kind of getting started. For those of you that got the email, you know I will be on the sideline, kind of, for Chiefs and the Bills on Sunday for Westwood One, except I'm not really allowed on the sideline for COVID precautions. So I think I am somewhere like in the first three rows which I think means I just sit down in a seat in like the third row and watch the game and get paid to watch the game and offer some commentary, which I think maybe means I might be able to get a beer and a hot dog while I'm sitting in this. I don't know. We'll have to find out. We will have to find out. Speaking of beer, happy hour in exactly 14 hours. I'll be in a hotel room in Kansas City on the private Zoom link having – some daddy sodas with some of you. You've got plenty, I mean plenty of time to join us between now and then. Just go to patreon.com slash RT Media, become a Tuckhead member of our patron community, and then go to the Daddy Soda tab on our private Slack channel. Boom. You will see the Zoom link right there. It's that easy. It's also, by the way, a winner's Friday. I want winners. I want people that want to win. So do we, Mike. So do we, Mike Singletary. By the way, two things. One is, Mike Singletary recently got an interview with the Bears to be their defensive coordinator, despite the fact that, to my knowledge, I don't ever remember him having success as a defensive coordinator in the NFL. If I am mistaken... Feel free to let me know on social at Ross Tucker NFL or email Ross at Ross dot com. But I, I don't remember Mike Singletary having a lot of success as a defensive coordinator in the league. And perhaps it was one of those deals where they wanted to sort of do him a favor and give him an interview. You know, legendary bear, obviously Hall of Fame player. I don't know. Um, maybe he's a legitimate candidate. You never know. So anyway, we like winners, though. We like them quite a bit. We give out at least one, two, three, at least three winners at least every week. These are normal people that listen to the show a lot, like you guys, that decide, you know what? I would like to be able to pick out my favorite signed press pass from Ross. I would like to be able to get a signed picture from Ross or a signed football card. I listen to the dude all the time. Why not? All right, I'm pulling out some of them. Haven't done it in a while. Ooh, this one I'm going to wait for. This one is my actual NFL ID card. For those of you looking on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. NFL player card from the 0405 season. That's pretty cool. I don't know if I want to part with that or not. All right, so I've got Bill's Ravens. Playoff game. I've got that hilarious Tony Baselli Steelers Ravens from Thanksgiving that was never used. Long story. That would be a funny story to have, by the way, in your uh, in your house in your man cave. I've got Patriots Bills. The end of one era, the start of another. Bills fans, you've got to get the Patriots Bills. Massacre on Monday Night Football, the Monday Night Massacre. You got to get that, and then all kinds of Utah State Air Force. If you like Army, I got Citadel, Abilene Christian, Louisiana Monroe, Mercer. Awesome. How about Miami Ball State, little alma mater of Ben Roethlisberger, UNLV, Fresno State, Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, David Carr. You got Army Navy. That's a parking pass. Um. still have Georgia Southern Army, Steelers Ravens parking pass, Bills Chiefs from earlier in the season, Fieldhouse lot pass. That's pretty sweet. And then all these awesome – this is awesome. This is my, my first college game of my sophomore year. Princeton and Cornell was totally sold out. So I can give those away to somebody if they want them as well. And if there's any – uh. Ivy Leaguers listening. Anyway, we like winners is the point. Uh, You should probably go ahead and check out just the first two minutes of the show on YouTube today. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL if you want to see those press passes. But most of you heard them. You know what the deal is. But if you actually want to see what they look like, I just showed them all on the YouTube version. Spread the word winner is Scott Williams. All Scott did was retweet one of the shows. It might have been Fantasy Feast or even Money. Earlier in the week, you just retweeted it. Easiest thing you can possibly do. He's from Maryland. Thank you, Scott. Email me, Ross, at com. Let me know what you would like. Sponsor confirmation email winner, Wes Myers. Wes is a very smart man who got those glorious Raycon earbuds that my Go Big Recruiting employees wear, that Brian wears. These things are the greatest earbuds of all time. Of all time. And then the YouTube shout-out goes to Andrew Donnelly. I believe, I think Andrew, I want to say he's one of the international listeners. He's got three boys. He already told me who he wants the shout-outs for on the YouTube shout-out in his his, uh, email. Don't get cocky, Andrew. You don't know I'm going to pick you, but I am going to pick you. He's one of several that signed up uh, to be a subscribe to YouTube. Free by the way, all this stuff is free like uh, uh, patrons not patrons ten dollars a month, but all the other like spread the word winner sponsor confirmation email winner youtube subscription like there's no when you subscribe to another podcast, you subscribe to youtube it's not there's no payment involved um so Andrew you'll get a shout out I might even do that this morning for you post it to YouTube for you, buddy uh, that is it no new patrons yesterday that I'm aware of. Hopefully you guys are all just waiting for today for the happy hour, 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight. I'm a little bit nervous about what beers I'll find in Kansas City for that tonight. Anyway, it's Big Show time.
1: The Big Show. Got some games to break down for Sunday. Uh, We will start with the NFC Championship game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Green Bay Packers, 3.05 Eastern time on Sunday. It's
0: actually interesting Bry, because um, for these games, there's some really, really unique matchups in these games. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to go a little bit more in depth than I normally do. So let's start with when the Packers have the ball. And what I was going to say is especially interesting is how much news there is to get to. The Eagles have a head coach, evidently. Dwayne Haskins signed a contract with the Steelers. There's actually a decent amount of news we'll get to after I give you my my game breakdowns. I mentioned yesterday what the spreads of the game was and the total, just from DraftKings, just so you guys had an idea of what the experts or the odds makers think. I'll tell you what I think. I truly believe on a macro level, I truly believe that, we're in for some two awesome games and i think that they will both hopefully maybe this is wishful thinking but i think that they will both be mid-range scoring so i'm not expecting teams to get in the 30s but i'm also not expecting it to be in the teens i'm expecting 20s in both these games and i'm expecting one score games and again perhaps that's wishful thinking but that's where i'm going i really have a a similar prediction, I guess, for both. And you'll hear those. In particular, though, when the Packers have the ball, the matchup I find most intriguing here will be twofold. One is the receivers, in particular, Devontae Adams, for the Packers against the Bucks DBs. Here's the thing about the Bucks DBs. Their corners, Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy Bunting, Jamel Dean, who they're getting back, Ross Cockrell. Those guys are actually pretty talented. They're just inconsistent. You know, they were second-round picks for a reason. They've got good size, good speed. They're young. They're still learning. One of the really nice things about the Bucks. Like, all of their DBs are on rookie contracts. You know, they're all making the minimum. So, I'm really looking to see, can the Packers get Davis, Murphy Bunting, these young safeties, Antoine Winfield Jr., Jordan Whitehead, can they get them the bite on some double moves? Can Rogers fool them because they're not overly experienced? Keep that in mind while you're watching the game Sunday. Can Rodgers kind of trick them? Can LaFleur LaFleur have a scheme that takes advantage of their relative inexperience? You're talking about a third-year guy, a third-year guy, a second-year guy, and a rookie. Not a lot of experience back there. But like I said, they do have some talent. And they have the ability to make plays, and they showed that. Against the Saints last week. What would really help them. Tremendously. Would be. If Shaq Barrett. And JPP. Jason Pierre-Paul. If they're able to win their matchups. I don't expect. There to be a lot of interior pressure. From the Bucks. You know. Sue and Golston. You know. what the Those guys are just going to have to bull rush. And push the pocket as much as possible. But the interior guys. Elton Jenkins. Corey Lindsley. Lucas Patrick. They're pretty darn solid. For Green Bay. They really are. Where I think there might be an edge. For the Bucks, It's off the edge. There might be an edge. Off the edge. Ricky Wagner. Billy Turner. They are both. I would say average at best. Offensive tackles. If ever there was a game where the Bucs needed JPP and Shaq Barrett to step up and get some pressure and make some plays, this is it. This is the one. I think they're fully capable. I do think, though, Matt LaFleur knows the issues and will protect the flanks a little bit in that regard. Meanwhile, when the Bucks have the ball, you know – the Packers defense has been much better than people have given them credit for. I think we knew already about Kenny Clark and Preston and Zedarius Smith and Rashawn Gary. The guys I've been impressed by and who have really played well have been Christian Kirksey and Chris Barnes. You know, the two, you know, Kirksey was a cap casualty. Chris Barnes is a free agent. From UCLA, who played last week, has got that broken hand, still almost had a pick. I really feel like Barnes and Kirksey against some of the tight ends, Brayton Gronk, as well as the running backs, Fournette and Ronald Jones, I just have a feeling that's going to be a critical matchup. Because I still think that that is the area that the Bucks will try to attack when they're in regular personnel. You'll see a lot of the safeties. You'll see a lot of DBs out there. A lot of Darnell Savage. A lot of Adrian Amos. And we'll see how well those guys cover. Because Brady's looking for Gronk. He's looking for Brait. And I do think the corners. Kevin King. Jair Alexander. Are pretty good. For the, uh, for the Packers. Ultimately. I'm going to go with the home team. I think it's a close, competitive, awesome game. And look, any of these one-score games, they really could go either way. Like that's not, you know, that you don't need a a rocket scientist to tell you that. If it's a one-score game, then one play here, one play there could be the difference. I'm going to go with Rodgers. He's been so good this year in so many ways. And I just feel like he's played at a different level than everybody else, even Brady. He's locked in. It feels like it's his time. So I'm going to say 27-24. The Packers get it done. Rodgers goes to a second Super Bowl and prevents Brady from going to a 10th Super Bowl.
1: All right, the other game, the one you'll be at, the AFC Championship game, the Bills at the Chiefs, 640 kickoff uh, Eastern time on Sunday evening.
0: Right. So because of the COVID stuff, I need to get COVID tested this evening in Kansas City. So that's why I'm flying to Kansas City today. That's why I will um, you know, be there in a hotel room for three nights, I guess which is why we're having the happy hour tonight. It's a great night, great time for me to just be in a hotel room, talking about these conference championship games, talking about your team. Every one of you will get the opportunity to ask me a question, if you'd like, that's on the happy hour tonight, which is always fun. I love hearing more about you guys. And then uh, remember, we now have that new YouTube show, where if you rate and review the show and send it to me, Ross at Ross, I don't know if we have 10 entries or not yet. I haven't looked, but the first 10 people get to be a part of our new YouTube only show. And all it is, is trying to trying to get to more of the email questions you guys have that we haven't gotten to, but we'll send you the StreamYard link, which is the same way Brian and I record this show. We'll send you that link and you'll be on it. And it'll be like, Brian will say next up it's, Mike from Colorado or whatever, and I'll be like, hey, Mike, how are you? And I want to hear about you, and then you can ask me whatever question you want. We'll be looking at each other just like this. For those of you watching on the YouTube channel, it'll be awesome. Um, All right, let's talk Bills Chiefs. I'd be shocked if Patrick Mahomes does not play, so that's number one. I will be there. Uh, It looks like freezing rain Uh, Which is the worst possible scenario when you're on the sideline. Snow isn't that bad. It's just cold. Wind, cold, you can deal with that. Freezing rain, stuff gets wet. You know, stuff gets wet. Hard to look at your phone. Hard to, uh, you know, be able to have your depth chart in front of you. Even though I got it pretty much on lockdown. I don't like the rain. I don't like the freezing cold. It's not good. You know what I need, by the way, Bri? I need one of those like plastic things to put the flip card in. Where, Where
1: do you get those? Uh, I don't know, but you could just laminate it. Where do you? How do you do that? I don't know. I'm sure you can figure it out if you go into a, a, a copy store, like a FedEx Kinko's type place. Or if you, if you really want to do it DIY, get some, uh, get some packing tape, clear packing tape, and just individually put it all over the board. Yeah, that... But then you can't write on it, so... Yeah, and that sounds like a
0: major time commitment. Well, it sounds um, like you got a
1: lot of time in your hotel room, so...
0: Got a lot to do. All right, so when the Bills have the ball, all right, I don't think they're going to try to run it very much. I am most curious about how much Steve Spagnuolo will pressure Josh Allen. And remember I told you this on Friday. I think Josh Allen's legs, him running, will be a major factor in this game. Major factor. Look, it's now or never, bro. I don't think he will hesitate to run from time to time. The Bills' offensive line has really played pretty well. And if they heat him up, if they bring a lot of pressure, that that plays into their, their wide receivers. John Brown, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, all very good in particular against man-to-man coverage. So keep an eye on that. The Chiefs DBs are actually better than I feel like they've gotten credit for. Um, I think they deserve more credit than they've gotten. Keep an eye on the status of Bashaud Breeland. Um, but I do think that they can be had. I do think the Bills have a better matchup with their receivers against the Chiefs' DBs. So I'm watching for Allen's legs, and I'm watching for uh, the Chiefs' DBs and man-to-man coverage against the Bills' receivers. Meanwhile, when the Chiefs have the football, you know, I'm a little curious to see how much Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott heat up Patrick Mahomes. You know, he was not moving around great on that toe the other day. So I think, you know, it's one of those things where if you pressure him and he has to scramble, I don't know. I mean, that you might have a chance to – he can't scramble quite as well as he'd like to. So that's something to keep in mind for sure. You know what I like about the Chiefs offensive line – Yes, Eric Fisher was the number one overall pick. Other than that, right now, the left guard, Nick Allegretti, seventh round pick last year. The center, Austin Ryder, he was off of uh, waivers. Right guard, Andrew Wiley, street free agent. Cut, whatever, a bunch of times. The right tackle, Mike Remmers, same type of deal unrestricted free agent from the Giants. I like what they've done with that offensive line. I do think the Bills are going to be much more aggressive than they were the first time. They're not going to let the Chiefs run the ball down their throat, and I think they're going to get after Mahomes and test out that foot. Ultimately, stop me if you heard this one before, I just think I've got a little bit more faith late in Patrick Mahomes than I do in Josh Allen. I think it's a close game. I'll go exact same score, 27-24 Chiefs, fantastic football game. I think for the Bills, you kind of have to walk a little bit in the playoffs before you run, and they walked this year. They won won two playoff games. I'm not sure they're quite ready to run and win the third one, but again, both these games, in my mind, are toss-ups. If it's Bills-Bucks in the Super Bowl, that would not shock me. It would shock me if some of you did not take a look at UFC this Saturday. The official sports betting partner of UFC is DraftKings. You can turn $1 into $257. Think about that. New users can bet $1 on Conor McGregor to win by knockout in the first round. If he does, you'll be cashing in $257. Think about how fun that would be. To bet a dollar on McGregor at DraftKings and then watch that first round, hoping so bad that he knocks the guy out. That's kind of cool. I like that. I like that bonus offer. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code Ross when you sign up to turn one dollar into two hundred and fifty seven dollars if McGregor wins by first round knockout. Place your bet and watch the fists fly this weekend. That's code ROSS for new players to get $257 if McGregor wins by first-round knockout. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older. New Jersey PA only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Ducks Takes. Uh start with some of the news. It's a bit of sad news today. Ted Thompson, the former Packers general manager who signed Aaron Rodgers, uh passed away at the age of 68.
0: A lot of the guys on the Packers team this year were drafted or brought in by Ted Thompson. You know, he he was the GM till a couple of years ago. And so a lot of these guys have brought in, you know, were brought in by Ted Thompson. I would encourage you to do a couple of things. Number one, Andrew Brandt, our guy Andrew Brandt, at Andrew Brandt, he posted a really nice video last night on Twitter that I think was awesome. I know he's going to talk about it a lot more on the Business of Sports podcast next week. So definitely take the time to listen to that and listen to what Andrew had to say about Ted Thompson. I had multiple interactions with Ted. Boy, he was awesome. He he was just a really down-to-earth, quiet, humble guy. Very cool man.
1: Philadelphia Eagles have a new head coach and it is Nick Sirianni from the Colts.
0: I think that was surprising to a lot of people. You didn't even hear his name until this week. And then all of a sudden he's the head coach, which tells you he must've been very, very impressive, very impressive in that interview. With the Philadelphia Eagles, they interviewed, I don't know, 15 people. They interviewed a lot of people. A lot of people. They finally chose Sirianni. I do, and I was consistent about this on social media, I do appreciate the Eagles' approach. Long interviews, lots of people. You know, when you do that, when you gather that much information, then you're able to have a lot more conviction about the decision that you make. So I, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens to Sirianni as a coach, but I appreciate their their approach to it. And I tweeted this last night, Brian. Who knows, man. You know what I mean? Like for not just Sirianni, but for all of these hires. I've seen so many times where like Doug Peterson was thought of as like the worst hire that year, and then he wins the Super Bowl, goes to the playoffs three straight years, blah blah blah, and he was an outstanding coach for the Eagles. You know, like nobody really knows. I I thought guys were going to be awesome. They were terrible, vice versa. I think I've been right, like Stefanski, on more guys than I've been wrong, but it really is a crapshoot. It's a totally different role for these guys, especially the first-timers. Nobody really knows.
1: Tuck takes uh, Another new head coach that's getting a lot of attention, the Detroit Lions hired Dan Campbell in his press conference. It was uh, was kind of entertaining
0: Very entertaining. Not surprised. I've known Dan for a long time. We were teammates with the Cowboys briefly in the 03 offseason before I got cut. I've talked with him a bunch before games over the years. Really like him, man. Like he is just, he is. I can see how Chris Spielman loved him. He is intense, he is focused. He believes a lot of the same things I believe when it comes to the sport of football the things that he holds dear about it. I don't know if I would have gone the biting at the kneecap route, but I think he got his message across that he is sick of Detroit, you know, being one of the laughing stocks of the league and he's going to change it. And I think the people of Detroit probably embraced that. Probably liked his approach and the fight that he showed. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. I hope he does well. Ducks takes.
1: Hey, Pro Football Writers uh, of America uh, came out with their awards. Kevin Stefanski, Coach of the Year. Brandon Bean, the Executive of the Year. Brian Dable, the Assistant Coach of the Year.
0: So, by the way, for Bills fans that want McDermott to be the Head Coach of the Year, this is why in my – and look, he's got a good candidate. But this is why, in my opinion, he's not. Because I agree with Brandon Bean as executive of the year. And I agree with Brian Dayball as assistant coach of the year. So you have those two. That, that, I think, is the biggest reason for the Bills' success this year. And I think more so than McDermott. I think Stefanski deserves the coach of the year. I think the Pro Football Writers of America got all three of those 1,000% correct.
1: Tux takes. Quarterback Dwayne Haskins is getting another shot in the NFL. He signs a futures contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You surprised?
0: No, I thought he would get another shot, and I think this is a perfect place for him. They're almost always good. They've got that tradition, that culture of being a winning franchise. I think they'll bring back Ben for one more year so he can sort of serve a one-year apprenticeship. And prove that he can be the next guy. His biggest issues are lack of maturity. No matter who you talk to, he is very immature. On and off the field. We're about to find out if he can turn that around. Most guys don't. Most guys don't. But some do. And it's worth a shot if you're the Steelers. Because he is a talented kid. And you know what other quarterback was very immature when they were young? Ben Roethlisberger. So if anyone can teach him about, hey, that's just not the way you should do things. This is how you should do it. It's Ben. And I think Ben would actually embrace that at this point of his career. So I really like the move by the Steelers. Look, I don't think they're paying him much. I don't see a lot of downside and potentially a lot of upside. Tuck takes.
1: Last bit of news, we got some coordinator uh hires. Raheem Morris goes to the Rams, Dean Pease goes to the Falcons.
0: Right. So there's about a million coordinators. The Raven, uh, the Jaguars got Daryl Bevel to be the OC, Joe Cullen to be the DC. I mean, there there's a lot of coordinator movement going on. I'm not I don't think I'm gonna, you know, break down every coordinator hire. I will just say I think the Rams did a pretty good job of getting Raheem Morris after they lost Brandon Staley to be the head coach of the Chargers, number one. And Arthur Smith, to get Dean Pease out of retirement is significant because the Titans' defense had a major drop-off after Dean Pease. Major drop-off. So to get him out of retirement, I think, is a real feather in Arthur Smith's cap already. Uh, Last reminder of the happy hour tonight. All you have to do is be a Tuckheads member of patreon.com slash RT media and the private uh, uh, zoom link will be available on the daddy sodas tab of our Slack channel. So hopefully more of you guys can join us and then um, 9 p.m. Eastern, by the way, and then don't forget the new YouTube show where you get to come on and ask me a question video like this. Just me, you and Bri, you ask me a question. Be pretty awesome. All you have to do is rate and review any of the shows and send it to me, ross at ross com. Shout out to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, sports.com Vision Comics with an X, and our newest, I think we're done here, member of Patreon.com slash RT Media, dinerdepot.com. I think we're done here. Have a great weekend, everybody.